Greetings, listeners. This is the official pilot podcast for the working title movie. Well, working title Wereman movie. Wereman film. Wereman film. There we go. My name is Calvin Yaskowitz. I'm going to introduce myself for just a moment, and then my co-host and co-writer for this film will go into his story, and soon enough we'll tell you all about our project that we have planned it's a few years in the making, <laughs> and by making I mean it's it's just been talked about here and there for years, but it's really going to start today. A few years not in the making. Yeah, a few years not in the making, and this is going to be hopefully the catalyst for what will be a creative writing process, a idea springboard for, I don't know about production ideas, but just everything that can possibly come from the story that we want to perfect, and maybe one day making this movie. So, Assuming we get the right actors to agree to do this for zero to little money. That is correct. <laughs> we have one to two, char- two characters <laughs> that need to be certain people or I don't want this movie to be made. We throw it out. Or, you know, if we can get like the poor man's versions of these people. Or people who could do impressions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we need some form of these two people in this movie or... Uh, not, not that I or their direct descendants. <laughs> I just don't think it'll work without it. it. We're basing two characters straight up on these actors. We're so. taking a huge risk here. Yeah, but yeah. we think if we make this well enough, they'll be interested. So this is this isn't a gamble to us. No, we're this... interested. Why wouldn't anyone else be interested in this? Exactly. So. <laughs> so. Let's. Where do we start from I think, here? I think you said you were going to introduce yourself and your spiel, and then I was going to. Yes. Okay. So I will go first. Stop looking into the camera. <laughs> so distracted. Okay. So in college, I fancied myself an aspiring writer, and I was a English and film major, and I told myself that film was what I wanted to do. I graduated in 2012. I have yet to complete a screenplay. I have yet to finish most of my writing, and I don't like calling myself a writer because I've, I don't know, I feel like I've failed. I feel like I've failed in that aspect. It's gonna be dark. But this is what this podcast is about. It's about getting me back on my career track, so I'm excited about that. And, um, yeah, pretty much. I don't know what else would be relevant in just getting my life story to here, but this is about it. I like the genre that we're about to go into, and two years ago? No, a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago. Um, someone who I went to school with, his name's Nick, he'll introduce himself in a moment. We were going to our alma mater, coincidentally, and this idea came up. And he has his own writing history or experience and his interests in bringing, he wants to bring to this movie. So I think this is the great collaborative partner for this experiment. He's also, we also live in the same house, so it's that very convenient. Definitely helps. So Nick, uh, go for it. Uh, did you give your last name? I think I did at the I very beginning. Identifiable. Um, my name is Nick Close. Uh, I am... I guess the opposite of Calvin. I didn't study film. Uh, I've never committed to writing a screenplay. I had a really good idea for a movie once, and it was not actually a very good idea. But you did write it. <laughs> but I did write like he's I written more than I have. <laughs> two to three pages of, of Bear. What was it? Um, this was before I knew this you. This was before I knew you. So in 2006, I think I wrote the first three pages of. Bear, oh, it was like Gorilla Bear. Gorilla Bear. Gorilla Wait, Bear. you only wrote three pages? I think I wrote three pages, yeah. I thought you told me you wrote the whole thing. I think I had the whole thing mapped out, but I don't think I ever actually wrote it. Oh, this changes a lot. Uh, so anyway, I graduated from the same school as Calvin in uh, 2010, so two years before. I'm going to die long before Calvin. Um, I studied political science and history, so uh, nothing that would ever prepare me to write a movie about um, gorillas, bears, wolves. Uh, anything um, but I'm coming at this in uh, I know Calvin's wanted to work on a project we really liked this idea 
a year and a half ago yeah. when we thought of it. Um, we've we've kind of pushed the idea around a while, and now uh, we bought a microphone, so now we just have to do it. Yeah, uh, no, we made that, that sort of investment. It's also getting colder right now. It's October fourth. We're not going outside again after this until this is finished. Yeah. So, so this is a perfect indoor activity. I wonder and, if this counts um, as our two week notices at our jobs that we're not going to oh, go to anymore. Also, I think that's why we're doing this for the most part in like the one. Let's be generous. The one percent chance this uh, this works out, and we never have to work again. We'll be, yeah. we'll be the Matt Damon and uh, Casey Affleck. Matt, yep, those original <laughs> friends from Goodwill Hunting. Original friends of Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, um, I have to say, I'm. I would put my life into that one percent rather than go to work tomorrow. My job isn't bad. It's just not good. So mm. I'm really hoping there's this a, you works know there's out. a word for that. Um, I can't. Put, I can't. I can't. I put can't my think about it. it. Yeah. We'll but get it. There's a word. We have a lot of time. Um, so should we talk about our, our inspiration for this? Yes. Kind of the, the backing of this. Yes. Um. So when we were on the car, when we were on the car, on, not even in the car, on the car, when we These were are things we're gonna say, when we were on the road, we're currently in Somerville, Massachusetts. We were making our way to or from. I think we White were, it was New on York? the way. It was on the way. Okay. So we were on our way to, to purchase New York. Purchase, that's right. Forgot where we went to school. I don't when, know who I am. When we were there, when we were on our way there, <laughs> very different destinations. When we were on our way there, I think, was it me that just said as a joke, and be like, I would love to see like Steve Carell do something. Um, we're like it, oh, it was we, completely like playing with a genre, and I don't think we we thought of a werewolf per se, or we just had and then collectively we had this idea of him transforming into a werewolf mm-hmm. and making it like the the wor- it was like the opposite of American Werewolf in Paris. It would just be the funniest transformation. He wouldn't scare anyone. It would just be very disappointing for everyone, <laughs> including himself. And from there. We decided Steve Carell and like the characters he's played and what's made him famous would be perfect for a werewolf horror comedy vehicle. Yeah, his character, I think in particular in 40 Year Old Virgin and then maybe like a smattering of other things um, would just be this kind of like perfect like um, like not like anti-hero right, yeah, but yeah. someone who's just like oh this is going to be epic he's going to turn into a werewolf and it's like no, he's he's actually just pretty bad at this. <laughs> yeah, so we had our, our first ideas for him was that he was going to be closer to his Michael Scott kind of... Um, oh, that's right. Extremely, <clears throat> like, uh, he means well, but he's just a complete idiot. He just doesn't get when things go wrong. He's just not someone that has a social understanding at all. A real Murph. <laughs> In case you guys That'll have be recently episode seen five Like Mike, like the rest. When, the rest we, of when we talk about our influences from the great movie Like Mike, mm-hmm. but that's for another day. But uh, oh man, what a good movie! They made twenty million dollars. All right, in that's, movie. this is not only wrong; it's not a good movie. I think made thirty million. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was the issue that I had with this. Um. um so anyway, back. Yeah, to Michael Scott. <laughs> so we wanted, and not Michael Jordan. Yeah, so we wanted Michael Michael Scott. We wanted Secret to be some kind of anti-hero, someone that you couldn't immediately like root for or hope that everything works out. He kind of just makes situations not necessarily better. He just has to deal with them in his own weird Steve Carell way. And we thought it was hilarious was you know the way werewolves are always treated, where there's always a mob after them. There's always, like, no, no one supports a werewolf ever. Vampires, they have their moment in the sun where, like, oh, some people think they're sexy. Dumb. Vampires have, yeah, they have, like, multiple genres where they're really, really cool people. The only thing I know werewolves, no about love for werewolves. vampires is they are tax evaders. Oh, my Just God. years under yeah. the radar. Both the, both the actors that play them yeah. in Wesley Snipes. And in the fact that no one actually knows that they're alive and they should be paying taxes for like year over year. I, I doubt they are. Criminals. Who knows how they even support themselves? Taking our jobs. They took our jobs. I forgot what you were talking about. 
So, <laughs> so werewolves so, in in so the, Donald Trump for president. <laughs> so werewolves in their own element, right? They get no love. So obviously, if Michael Scott had to deal with becoming a werewolf or figuring out why there's a werewolf in his town or his city, it would it would already create this clash where it's just like. Alright, it's unlikable person dealing with an unlikable thing. Mm-hmm. And we felt like we can squeeze some comedy out of that. Because yeah. it's just things intended to hit off each other, really. So it's like when you multiply a negative and, an, and another negative, you get like a positive. Yeah, exactly. Two wrongs do make a right. Yeah. We were not interested in having like a, a prototypical good guy. Oh, no. he He's, for the most part, unlikable. Yeah. Um, and then... I have to say, we approached this movie here and there during the time that we didn't write it, and we kept, we kept <laughs> We're still approaching this. We kept sticking to this idea where we didn't want him to be a good guy. We, in fact, we fought we we fought with the idea of like making him even worse, like a total asshole. He becomes a werewolf, and it's maybe the thing that makes him better. Mm-hmm. But then people don't like him anyways because he's so he unlikable. Started as an asshole. Yeah. So yeah. then we had this whole idea. It's like this is gonna be like a very dark comedy, but we have since come up with something different, a yeah. different approach I altogether. Think, I think that I think would think paint it's us into work. a corner. If we yeah. really went with that approach, we'd have to like really, really buy into like, well, what makes him a bad person? It's like, well, I don't know. He's a Holocaust denier. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you like do that and be funny at the same time. And that's why I think we ultimately. Steered in a different direction, but then <laughs> Will it cracked this thing wide open. Yeah, right? no, it's true. It really sort of changed the way we could we could play with um, both the setting and the story, and, and really just kind of like do anything we wanted with it. Yeah. So what you didn't get to listen to because we tried up to do this podcast previously, and turns out we didn't have the equipment for this. We didn't buy a microphone. Ah. Now we have a microphone. Uh-huh. I really hope that we can just super cut just all the the weird noises you're gonna make over the. Next I was looking at the several hours uh, <laughs> yeah. voice things, yeah. and I was very intrigued. We by should that. Just, just don't look at this. Don't look at the camera. So, when we decided to do the podcast without the podcast two weeks ago, right? We decided, okay. Michael Scott, Steve Carell's character, he's gonna be not not like the the not the most social person. He's not gonna be everyone's friend. He's gonna be toned down, mm-hmm. but he's going to have a story arc that's gonna be more of um the involvement of this werewolf that becomes the main plot of the movie. It, he has to deal with that because he gets bit, and he has to deal with the changes. And helping him in this change is actually a child of the girl he's currently dating. Mm -hmm. Now, he has no father skills. He has never had a family. So we're going to blend together this idea where he's going to become more human, where he's going to actually discover that he is a a more likable person while he bonds with this kid and while he faces becoming a werewolf. And while he plays detective and uncovers the mystery of the werewolf in the town. To encapsulate all that in a really, really, um, I, I guess the word would be like corny, um, he becomes more human while becoming less human. Exactly. And um, that's like a Hallmark card of this story. And we knew we needed some kind of story arc like that because if he never changes oh yeah even for a moment yeah then yeah how how does no one change when there's a werewolf around especially if he gets bit so we feel like you'll get a better i think we'll have just a better character this way we're not saying he becomes this like lovable guy and Mm -mm. he decides like like mike he decides he wants a son and, you know, he's going to adopt this kid at the end. We're not going to tell you anything about the mom because we don't know what happens with the mom yet. But she goes missing. We'll tell you that much. Are we going to constantly reference Like Mike as, as uh, just kind of like, until if you've I seen want... Like Mike, this is what this is about? <laughs> until we see another movie versus the fact that we uh, saw it yeah. last night because there's nothing else to watch. Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna say like Mike is gonna be pretty relevant in this podcast. At least we didn't see the sequel. We did not, or we didn't see who. <laughs> I did try to get everyone to see B movie. That yeah, it's a disappointing movie, Seinfeld. So anyway, um, this one that isn't maybe going to be disappointing. Um, uh, okay, so so the the mother figure, this 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 kid's mom, um, yeah. she's missing. We're not super sure why yet. Yeah, um, it's it, werewolf it, it related. Involves, yeah, yeah, we could tell you um, what it's related to. Yeah. Um, but so initially, as we go into as we go into this this section of the story, um, they they like Calvin said, they don't get along. Um, there's really no relatable level for this kid who, who really is attached to his mom, but hopefully not like like a mama's boy. Right, right. Um, well, he'll be in an age where he's he's independent, right? Enough, right. Yeah. Um, but he has no connection to Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell doesn't have that that thing yet. He doesn't, doesn't have. He didn't know. Allegedly, allegedly, uh, we're the ones <laughs> doing this. Um, he didn't have a father figure to really help him figure this out. So it's like he has no, um, you know, background, right, in, right, in right. anything like this. So when the when the the girlfriends of Seacrow, the kid's mom disappears. Should we give her a name just for like just for ease of reference? Sure. Let us call her. What was the girl's name in Like Mike? Oh, uh, which girl? The girl who was friends with Murph and Calvin Cambridge. The girl who's apparently in. Sweet Life and Zach and Cody. Yeah, the one who you, I, you could describe as Asian. You know, I you know that when I IMDb'd her, looked up her stuff, still don't know her name. Uh, okay, so that's not helpful. We'll call her the girl from Like Mike, as the character. I feel like, like that would get really confusing. Okay, so let us call her Beulah. Yes. I don't. Is that a name? Um, it was. It was I feel like that's going to be a TV show. Is once. there is there anything in this room that um, we can lean off of? Oh, I'm going to open this book. Uh, and this book will be the name of the book. The first character's name. I see. Uh, that's my name. I <laughs> first. Uh, God, this sucks. Can we say Gertrude? Uh, Sounds like a, like a mother's name. Yeah, okay. Let's go with Gertrude, unless I see... I'm not going to see anything better. Anything better. Gertrude, fuck it. Gertrude. Gertrude. Okay. So, Gertrude disappears. Gertrude... Gertrude disappears in a town where... This is going to be more or less what we talk about today, later on, mm-hmm. is that we're going to try to shell out the, the premise of the town. She disappears in a town where everything is made to be perfect. Should we just jump into the town now? Seems like we're gonna do that. Sure, but let's wrap up what happens with Gertrude. Oh so, yeah. Okay. So Gertrude, so Gertrude disappears. disappears. Um, it creates a, a little bit of a rumble because, as we said, the town nothing happens. It's just one of those sleepy, peaceful towns. There's a main street. Everyone just goes about their business in New Vermont, mm-hmm. Hampshire. People, <laughs> people have you know some old people have too much time in their hands, so they're a little like nah. Like, I'm going to argue about this in the city council meeting or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was a but, good impression. Ah, been working on it. So, this is this is something new. This doesn't happen. This isn't ba- This isn't the wire. This isn't Baltimore. Someone missing is a big deal. Why they're missing, what happened to them, is a complete mystery from the get-go. And then from there, other strange things start to happen. And then that's when we have to figure out how much is the werewolf involved what's happening with the werewolf but that'll happen later on in these podcasts yeah, we we're haven't not figured out any of that who the werewolf is yeah what we why want, the werewolf is right these are all the questions that we're hoping to solve on this podcast and by solve but we not today crowdsource and have someone figure it out for yeah us. also whoever figures this out for us if it's indeed crowdsourced we have you get four shipyards left <laughs> yeah so we will buy you out of any writing credit you'll try to get from this movie with shipyard pumpkin pumpkinhead head. Pumpkin head. it comes alive once a year all right has that always been on the bottom no i think that's new for this year it's weird this is only 4.5 yeah that's why i was able to 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 have okay this is oh, totally we're this is this so out. good this though. is ridiculous okay so <laughs> so 
what were we going to say? Do so, we get try and sponsored by Shipyard? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Only Pumpkinhead, though. Only pumpkin. It's so hard to get this any other time of the year. Oh man, just having like some summer Pumpkinhead? I'm not a fan of summer beers. Like, they're, they're, they're good, yeah, but... They're a little pointless. Right? They're like, like, they're like a wheat beer, or like, oh, this has orange in it. Like, fuck off. Like, I don't eat this. But I've never been excited for that. I've no. tried so many, I'm like, this is nice. Yeah, but I've never been like, nice, crisp oh, beer. Yeah. yeah, I think like, not to delve too deeply into mm-hmm. this, too late. Um, IPAs, I think, are like a nice summer beer. Like a, a, yeah. a drinkable... I think crisp. A, a, yeah, yeah. No. Um, we're going to have to edit all this out. No, we're so keeping this in. I feel like... People will be just as interested in that mini debate as they'll have about this. This might even be in the movie. Oh, the the beer argument. Yeah, and but specifically involving shipyards. That's so we get them we're going to open it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I imagine these people in New Vermont, Hampshire, um, New Hampmont, New Hampmont, Vershire, um will have opinions on shipyards. I think so. Yeah. I think. So anyway, uh, we okay. set up Gertrude. Um, yeah. We talked about the son. The dynamic between basically are the three main characters so far. Yes. Um, although one of them you're just not going to see. Correct. For the most part. We don't even know how involved she'll be, or yeah. maybe we just jump into her disappearance. Yeah, we don't know if she's going to live. I hope she does. Right. Fucked up in the kid to grow that grow up that mom. Yeah. All we know is that the kid and Steve Carell better figure it out. Oh yeah, because t- dark before, times are coming. Before time to this runs town. out, yeah. Is it, is it going to be a city or a town? It's a town. It's a right? town. It's a yeah, town. I think like it'll have like one of everything. So yeah. talk- oh, so do you want to talk about the, the town yes? Now? Okay, so sorry. I think that's what Nick was <laughs> was trying to get to before I got shipyard well, no, distracted. We should have wrapped up the characters. That was smart. Yeah. Um, but now, uh, so the town is going to have like one of everything. It's yeah. going to have like the town bar restaurant that everyone goes to. That's going to have. A few lovable local characters. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Based off potentially real people right here in Cambridge, Somerville. Um, at, at at can we say can we say Christopher's? <laughs> we can say Christopher's. We happen to know a few people that work in the restaurant industry. In the industry. Some uh, some bartenders, some some servers. Anyways, we've we've had some some stories of just. Uh, the locals who some are weird, some are just oh, they they need someone to talk to. It's a real life version of Cheers that we're gonna transfer just the best of mm-hmm. into uh, into a little yeah. We're probably gonna spend flavor. a whole podcast on what might be the smallest details of this. Movie. Yeah, but it'll come to fruition because at some point when people are aware that. There is a potential werewolf out mm-hmm. in attacking attacking their Vermont, their sweet Vermont they town. They will help create the environment that our story will take place. Yeah, in. the paranoia yeah. will hit a frenzy to the point where all these like weird eccentric people, or even normal people that have tiny little like uh, things that they do, everyone's gonna start turning at some point against each other. Right, and so like so minor this is, things... this is where it'll it'll help in the long run. Yeah, so minor things that may not even be werewolf-related, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like vandalism, yeah. uh, or, you know, an accident yeah. even might get attributed to... If a guy claims he works at a library, but from home... All right, I think, I think you're talking about... Is it uh, Little Greg? Little Greg. Oh, can we, we can edit this names? out. I was going to say, I don't think we should use real names. All right, let's call him Big Greg. That's... That way he won't know. Okay. Well, so Big Greg Big is Greg. someone that, yeah, somehow works at a library from home. So immediately I would target, I know I would personally target him as be like, you have a lot of time on your hands. Oh, yeah. No one sees you except for when you're in this one restaurant and you're not here all day. What do you do? We will answer that question when the time comes. We should yeah, probably stick yeah. to the to the town. So, so what we want to focus on today, and what we will eventually research more, is just after the twenty five di- minutes of <laughs> rambling. This is what we're going to focus on exactly. today. Exactly. We want to find out the dynamics of a small town because that's going to be our play space, pretty mm-hmm. much. So we don't want to create characters that would be like 
chatty New Yorkers if it makes zero sense. So we need to have. I think there'd be like there could be like a transplant, right? Right, right. But they but they all need to work in the ecosystem of a sleepy small town. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah. primarily, we already discussed. They're beeper salesmen. <laughs> They're Liz Lemon's boyfriend who had to move out of New York City. <laughs> oh, man. Why would he be in a sleepy town? I mean... Sales of beep... Oh, old people. Old people. That's true. It's going to be a lot... It's, this is going to be the, the Florida of the North. Yeah. Um, and in terms of its uh, aging population. That's right. So there's not a lot of things in this town that are really going to attract youths. I don't think there's going to be a college... It's kind of the, the sort of place where uh, you're born and you hit like 18 and then you go off and do something very different. Yeah, than and, then, and if you don't go, and if you don't leave, you still find your way to like another town or something until you come back and settle, right? Yeah. Settle down in the town. There's just not that many kids. There's no, there, yeah. there's, there's no young crowd. We wouldn't be there. Our people our age would not be there. Yeah, because we're really cool, and we know the stuff. Uh, <laughs> the stuff. That's... We're not... Uh, um, okay, so wow. speaking of... There's not a lot of kids, so there's going to be, like, one of everything. There's going to be, like, one school. Um, really, we were playing with the idea of Steve Carell's character... Um, owning or operating like a general store, kind of just yeah. like a maybe like a gross, a small grocery. Something like we were saying, you would find on Main Street that he's the he's the one and only person that's doing it. Yeah. But he he's the owner. He's a business. Yeah. Owner. So yeah. he he's gonna know the town. The town is gonna be acutely aware of who this person is. Yeah. Um, his shortcomings. You know, because they're gonna have to, you know, deal yeah. with him on like a, a daily basis. Perhaps people either grew up with him once upon a time, or they've known oh, him yeah. long enough in their everyday dealings. That's just like there, there's no secrets in this town. Or uh, if no, there no. are, everyone knows well, them. Well, they're there might not be secrets. there might be some secrets that will will, will come out uh-huh, in, in this true. werewolf process. No spoilers because we literally haven't figured this out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the idea is that there might be there might be more than meets the eye. In like a R.L. Stein Transformers sort of way. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the little sound things moved. I didn't expect them to do that. I mean, because I did it so low. I thought, or maybe I thought it would do something that looked like the sounds I made. <laughs> it would just take the shape oh, of oh, an oh. Autobot. Oh my god! It would just be the okay. Or just a truck. Just straight up the Optimus Prime truck. Just Optimus Prime truck. Yeah. That would be cool. So, We're keeping that. So the town. So. Um, so the town. The town. I had never finished seeing that movie. The town. Can we... We got it. We really got to limit the self-referencing of, of other movies. Um... I think, like, Like Mike should be the cap. But, like, we didn't talk about the town. We just mentioned it. Yeah, I, I just, constantly I just the mentioned the it. Town. <laughs> well, I'm, to be honest, I'm at the... I'm kind of brain frozen at the moment. We just talked about how much we were talking about the town. When we got to Fuck it... Ben Affleck is, I think, what we're about to get to. Whoa. Ben Affleck I don't know will not be, that be kind of town. in this town. All right. Casey Affleck, Maybe. How about this? I don't know how long we've been going for, uh, but so should we take a quick commercial break for our sponsor, Shipyard Pumpkinhead? <laughs> sure thing. All right, we'll yeah. be back in a moment. Oh, so we took it off pause. Okay, that's how that works. Oh, uh, welcome back to I guess what would be part two of this uh, podcast. We have figured out that if you unpause the uh, the uh, application we're using, that's how it starts back up again. It's pretty stunning. Yeah, uh, we are um, stumbling our way through this technology. So uh, we, had, we had begun to talk about the town um, that we were going to be setting this in. And I, I think what we wanted to talk about was um, just sort of the, the layout of the town. So there's there's going to be kind of one of everything. We mentioned Steve Carell would, would own sort of like the one grocery store. Yeah, the, the, or um, the general store. The general store. Because that's a thing in this town. Because that's a general yeah, store. If that gives yeah. you any sense of, of how archaic. Uh, this town is going to be so. There's going to be uh, one high school, um, and I think I think the the kid who we'll refer to as the kid, <laughs> Gertrude's kid, yes, um, yes. is going to be a, a freshman in this high school. Uh huh. And we kind of were thinking that it would be the opposite of how the adults would be reacting. The adults would be reacting 
in their own like weird reflections of their own fears of this of society but the kids would either like maybe like a few would be following their parents because that's what kids do uh, but the rest of them would just be like this is insane yeah um they uh, they would immediately believe that all the parent all the parents or the old people they have nothing to f- they, they have nothing to put their wrap their lives around anyways mm-hmm. so everything is blown out of proportion for yeah. this town that needs like something that needs some some gossip some juice and yeah. they're just feeding off it so, so the, the school would be sort of like a contrast against that yeah um there would be a werewolf drill instituted by the teachers <laughs> at some point when the disappearances continue sure. when things yeah. get a little more eerie um we still don't know how people will discover it is indeed a werewolf or whatever is being terrorized but mm-hmm. we do want there to be just Absurd preparations for it. Yeah. Including the werewolf drill, which will be something echoing like World War Two, like bombs. Yeah. Where like you would just <laughs> <They're> bombs. <laughs> you'd turn the lights off and go under your desk. Yeah. And that's how you'd be prepared for this. And the werewolf will go away as um <laughs> if you don't move it can't see you. As like, isn't that who, who, the predator? Yeah, like, who will be the one that that says like, "Trust me, this is like." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have I done know extensive research. It's like, fuck, you watched <laughs> the predator yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, so the school will kind of be on its own like uh, island a little bit, where people just could be like, the kids are gonna just be like, "This is insane." Um, yeah. And because there's, n- for the most part, no fear in that, there'll be the reckless. 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 There will be the reckless teenagers who do go out a little too late, who do go into the easy prey spots for people to uh, suddenly disappear or for things to not that for for bad things to potentially happen. Yeah, that's true. They could be they could be yeah. fodder. Yeah, and there's there's not going to be old people, you know, suddenly like late night being in the woods. Yeah. These teenagers don't. It's going to be the kids who are like, we'll show you how silly this yeah. is. I'm the high school quarterback, and yeah. this is how I talk on purpose. Yeah, well, this is this is where we, we drink the beers <laughs> and, uh, you know, hang out with the girls. Calvin clearly went to high school and <laughs> had a really fun time. I feel like Mitt Romney when he was just trying to be oh, like, I've got a binder full of women. Yeah. That was my experience in high school. I had, I had volumes of women I trying f- to talk to me. I did go to all right. I didn't go to high school remotely relevant to like any of what we're about to do, but I still should have sounded more uh, more fluid on that. But anyways, we can edit that part out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna have the kids as. Well, I don't want to say we're off the back that they're gonna be the primary victims because we don't even know the nature of the attacks yet. But other could, than the first disappearance, but yeah. we know that they're they're gonna be the ones. That are going to put themselves in danger. Yeah, more. and I think they are going to be the victims of the backlash of all this. Yes. So we're envisioning uh, at some point down the road, like a curfew being set on the town. Uh, it's yes. obviously going to primarily affect the kids. Um, this is going to be sort of like that one sport town where, like, the high school quarterback's the big deal, except for like it's such a small town, like no one. <laughs> it's gonna still care. not a big deal, yeah, except so, for him and uh, like the cheerleaders, maybe. Yeah, like one cheerleader. Um, so, like, the football games are going to get canceled because they don't want uh, other towns coming in here. And they're, like, going to be really vague about it because, you know, maybe they don't know what this is. Yeah. So it's going to be like, oh, game's canceled due to, um, like, insert fear here. Yes. So from there, there, there'll be, like, the few things that people do look forward to or, like, the events of the small town. Mm-hmm. And once either the... Who, who's the leader of the town? What was the, uh, the, the selectman? The selectman, yeah, it's like a or town the council. sheriff, because there aren't too many like figures that need to run stuff. Right. Once they start cutting those down, or like the principal of the school start removing those few events that people actually create a community around. Yeah. It it makes things uh, even worse. Like the annual Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah. Like that's gonna get you taken can't away. take away the Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah. But it does. <sighs> When are, when are kids going to put on their khaki pants? Uh, and I don't actually know. And then khaki on. sales go down for the year, and then that <laughs> yeah. guy's out of business. So And then the khaki factory is going to close, and uh, that's going to have some real economic impact on this town. So very quickly, because these are just not people prepared for any of this, no. everything will have a, a very unnecessary 
extreme ripple effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things are going to just get yeah. really bad. It, and I think what's going to happen is that we don't even need to focus on the fear of a werewolf. We can just focus on the things happening that no one can understand. Mm-hmm. And then later start to like reveal that it's coming from something yeah. truly scary. Truly something supernatural potentially. But for the time being you just get to see these people just, you know lose it and it'll get and it'll just get worse but funny yeah in a funny way so i think um one of the other places in the town would be i guess some sort of town hall or town center where they're gonna yes. gather and have this like emergency town meeting we discussed there'll be a few like a tiny amount of places where everyone oh, joins, congregates, right? yeah maybe like the gymnasium for the kids oh, yeah. the one bar the one bar we'll talk and about the, the, and the town hall yeah and I think that's it. That's that's primary, and the grocery store, I guess. The the, the when people store. are like passing each other by. Yeah, yeah, but I think that was like the three. If you don't go there, the rest is just like one on one conversations. Yeah, chats, everyone just does their own thing. Yeah. So um, so I think with uh with the town centers, um, the, at least the adults are maybe not going to be necessarily afraid of like a werewolf if they don't know what that is at the time. Yeah. Um, but just going to be painting the, whatever is occurring with their own fears. <laughs> so it's like if uh, you know a lot of these people are going to be old, they're going to be like, "Oh, it's the communists, it's the Russians." Yeah. Um, uh, what else did we mention in terms of like just, like terrorists? <laughs> we were gonna, we were immediately going to, we were thinking of the Russians also in the way where um, if suddenly things were going bad in someone's favor, you immediately start to blame the people you don't like mm. or like the, they become a target for your benefit and it could be the the other people in the town perhaps yeah. like they don't even know what's going on but they're like i bet i bet He's old man yeah, yeah. old like, man draco is up to it yeah so from <laughs> so from there you immediately have these people that are already letting fear turn them against mm-hmm. each other and like we're we were thinking of borrowing from Parks and Recreation where they they use it as an excuse for all the things all like the woes in their life. <laughs> yeah. Like Nick, you mentioned like So it's so it's like oh, if I someone, cheated on my wife yeah. this is a stupid werewolf. I can't believe this werewolf did this to my life. Yeah, I can't handle this. Like, it's so someone, much stress. Someone like committed a crime and they're like, oh, I don't know what to tell you, there's a werewolf around. Like that's yeah. why I burned down my own house and claimed the insurance money. Meanwhile, meanwhile, since this is still like no one knows what's happening, nothing's escalating. No, like bigger, like state police aren't coming. Oh yeah, because there's just, no detectives. Just people being ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. the local sheriff. He's like one detective on the force, and everyone, and maybe the lawyer that has to deal with <laughs> everyone's like crazy uh, yeah. things that they're the doing one against each other defendant now. Who has to do all these ridiculous things? Yeah, so it's so it's immediately going to affect the people who uh, <laughs> who can't who can't handle this, and they'll be immediately funny about it. Mm-hmm. Then they'll be the people who are angry because they're the victims, yeah. or they're just in some way affected by the other people losing it. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to have. Um, oh, and then we were talking about these main places where people meet the the statesman, or that was selectman, selectman, um, the sheriff, and and the, the bar owner. I think would the, also be the, the, <laughs> the prime, like a primary yeah. person in town. These are the few figureheads, maybe the principal of the school, that also have to make these like major judgment calls for the town. They have yeah. to like lead this flock of terrified, paranoid people. Um, into some kind of decision making, into calming down a frenzy, and Meanwhile, they're just gonna be very bad at it. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> just ill-equipped with this? to yeah. deal with like, well, we don't really know what this is. This person disappeared, so no ice cream. Like the town, we're just not gonna do that. Yeah, and then maybe we should exercise more, and this wouldn't happen to us. Yeah, like, um, have you seen like a dog goes missing, right? And it's like. Oh man, this must be because this other person has this this animal, and then they forbid that animal. Oh, it's like a yeah. bird or something. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. But there's gonna be a lot of a lot of immediate reactions, mm-hmm. and 
Like, I, don't I feed the pigeons in the park, because <laughs> he might be attracting a werewolf. He might be eating the, the leftover breadcrumbs. Right. So, I know I sound like I'm playing it up, like, we're gonna base half the movie just on this. I think I literally said that before. But I think this is where we're gonna have the most fun with it. Yeah, I, I think we are gonna spend a, a good deal of time knowing Calvin and I. A lot of a lot of time on, on maybe non-essential details, but it's yeah. really gonna like <laughs> flesh out, um, you know, the backdrop for where this is all gonna happen. Um, and it's just gonna be like an enjoyable process, I think, yep. to, to um, give everybody like a purpose. We mentioned before, and I think as you this said when you came back from the commercial break, the definite commercial break, <laughs> that it's gonna be like Hot Fuzz, where it's gonna be the kind of town where everyone's sweet, everyone is. Um, yeah, it starts off that way. Everyone goes about yeah. Yeah. But instead of pleading ignorance. And, I don't know, we can have spoilers for Hot Fuzz, right, on this? If you haven't seen Hot Fuzz by now, oh, it's please 2015. See it. We have a black president. Go see Hot Fuzz. It was, it's, a, it's a great movie. Um, in my opinion, like, it's something... I think it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Alright, it's no right. like Mike, but it's pretty good. Aha. Fact. But... <laughs> so, so the town, um, it's, a consp- it's conspiratorial, so the town yeah. is completely in on it. Um, they they undersell everything. They're like, yeah. oh, these series of accidents, and everyone like yeah. tries to keep everyone the enjoys pleading ignorance. Yeah, and we're just gonna do the exact opposite. Yeah. So no one's in on it. No one's maybe like one uh, person. Yeah, the is one in person on. that may or may not be the werewolf, or right. whatever that we eventually figure out. The Vincent Price of the town. Yes. Yeah actually involved in something <laughs> creepy. So what we want to do is we do want to have fun with with the fallout. Yes. With the people being hilariously afraid versus pleading the ignorance. Because yeah. as funny as that was where just Simon Pegg was the one's like, what is happening? And mm-hmm. then he has to just deal with everyone's like, bullshit. We do want the kids to kind of play like the, the ignorant and there's like, oh, whatever. And they'll have their own twist on it. Mm-hmm. But we want to we want to have the most fun with that. Yeah. Um, so so we mentioned earlier that there was like uh, a, a litany, a list of influences on this. And I think Hot Fuzz is definitely one of that in terms of like really it. the movie makes a lot of sense and is a lot of fun yeah. because of the time spent in building the backdrop mm-hmm. um, that it takes place in. If it was just like Simon Pegg is in London and he's got to solve this series of crimes. Yeah. It's like, well, that maybe wouldn't be very interesting. But because of, like, the place that it's taking place. Um, yeah. I've said place too many times. I, I, I heard it, didn't think twice, but I thought it was still good. Thank you. If we can break down in the, like, the most basic points of Hot Fuzz, right? It's like, we have the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very good at his job, whatever, and that creates, that creates the problems in his personal life. He gets put in this situation um, where he's the odd man out, right? Yeah. Um, but he's because he's the odd man out. He's the one that sees something's wrong. Mm-hmm. He uses his specialty to work on it, investigate, fix it. But in the end, like the way he saves the day is that he can. He finally faces his personal problems, mm-hmm. meets that halfway, like trusts other people and his friends. He destroys, and together they they win back that. He town. destroys the plan. Yeah, that he was so obsessed with. So if we were to put it, if we were to fit, if we were to take what we want from that mm-hmm. and switch it around, um, I think it might be similar in that in that Steve Carell's character. Well, I guess we're just going to call Steve Carell. Yeah, um, I, that, that the works. character's name for the all yeah. intents and purposes. It took a long time to name Gertrude. Carell, yeah. And this is yeah. I don't Steve know how Carell. we're to give him a name. So yeah. Steve Carell, I guess, is going to interact in the t- with the town the same way. Where he's kind of an outsider. He grew up there. Um, and he obviously owns a place, but he's mm-hmm. he's not well liked. He's there's no death of a salesman sort of guy. <laughs> yeah. um, so he is just kind of going to be an outsider, mm-hmm. and especially in the relationship with uh, with the kid, he'll definitely be an outsider. Yeah, and that, you know, might give him like a bit of an edge. So, um, so if Hot Fuzz plays on like the one on man out, and we want Steve Carell to have kind of a similar mm-hmm. take on that. The thing that I guess we need to work on eventually, and doesn't need to be specifically here, is what is his relationship with these townspeople? Yeah. When people are losing it, we already said that he has this 
kind of indifferent idea towards family. We don't know his like backstory necessarily, but he's not close to this kid. Um, we don't think he's going to be as paranoid as everyone else. He's also a younger, right? Mm-hmm. He's not going to be one of the much older people that cried communist. But is he going to be... Or cried wolf. Ah. He's doing that thing again where he's just listening <laughs> to the noise on the screen. Right, listening to the... Forget it. <laughs> but, but when this Catalyst event happens, how is he... Uh, like, what, what role does he play? Mm-hmm. We eventually want him to get bitten by the werewolf. Um, yeah. We want that to play into the humanity that he gets when... He bonds with the kid over that, and they're trying yeah. to play detective together. Oh, yeah, so the kid definitely finds out that, that Steve Carell has been bitten by yes. what everyone presumes to be a werewolf. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, like, what we're going to do with the, the change and stuff like that, and, like, where this is going to go. The kid definitely knows, and that's that's the premise is it's yeah. going to bring them together. Yes. And he's going to see, like, this isn't such a bad guy. He's, he didn't, he's not responsible for, mm-hmm. like my mother's disappearance which you know perhaps he could be a little suspicious of mm-hmm. um you know perhaps the town is suspicious of that because I, I think that's brilliant they yeah. saw Gone Girl too yeah you know what I mean and Carell's that guy yeah yeah Carell is that asshole Ben <laughs> Affleck yeah we're just like oh he doesn't seem like the most likable guy really. yeah 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 um so we promise we have several original ideas, and that we're not just taking seven of our favorite movies, blending them together, and making it a different movie. We're taking what we need. Yeah, but our guy is not going to be Ben Affleck. No, for sure, we are not getting Ben Affleck for this. And we're hoping he'll he's also not invited to any party that we have <laughs> when this is successful. Man, I I have no qualms with Affleck. He knows what he did. I mean, like, he knows we made he a did. few bad movies. We made some really good movies, too. Let's see how Batman is. That's true. Yeah. All right. Your invitation pens on Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Dawn of Justice. Oh, fuck it up, Ben Affleck. Dawn of Justice. Um, so anyway. Um, so so we need to figure out... It's a lot we have to figure out. How, yeah, how Steve Carell... His role as the odd man out. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the events. Because... Somewhere in this timeline, he does find he, there is a moment, a scene, or something that we have to make that he he creates that seed of connecting with the kid, and then that's why when he gets bit, the kid instead of immediately like putting him on the chopping block, decides to help him and realizes mm-hmm. that he's not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, they just kind of got off to maybe like a cold start because like. Because he was always... Yeah, they never had that yeah, chance before. he's a weird guy. Yeah. He doesn't have this experience. He's a, The kid is a freshman in high school. No one liked freshman year of high school. And Steve Carell was probably more preoccupied with his relationship and not realizing that the kid was part of the package. Yeah. So... Yeah. So we need to find that out. Mm-hmm. Um, because as much as we're saying everyone else is just kind of not handle it well, we we need to see how he does. We, yeah, and we'll I, figure that I out. I envision him character. handling it, you know, like pretty well. Maybe like making like a joke here and there, but generally just that being people like, don't appreciate. Yeah, that no one's like no one's gonna find funny. Yeah, he's gonna be like, oh, I don't know what the joke would be. Yeah, I'm not not funny, so I don't know what that joke would be that wouldn't be funny. Um, but yeah. No, I like that. I'll tell like three jokes and people are going to be like, dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> Someone disappeared. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we have a lot to, we have a lot to figure out. We have a, a long way to go. But in um, at least fleshing out what we know so far, mm-hmm. um, you know, we are, we're putting this to paper, so to speak. Yeah. Internet paper. And, uh, and we're going to come back with different episodes with, with different goals and maybe we won't even have it figured out when we start the episode but the yeah. goal is by the end of the episode we will have uh, talked it out maybe over a couple hours yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> which you will listen to yeah and b- between b- between these podcasts our plan and this will always be you know Depending on time, depending on how much mm-hmm. we can work off what we developed here today, is to either write down some pages. Sure. 
um, yeah. work on some dialogue, get get something that we can again start figuring out some characters, even if it's just like the seeds of something bigger. We'll definitely have like an episode where we talk about the, the characters in the town in specific detail, mm-hmm. maybe one in particular, who uh-huh. is the second person we have an actor picked out for. Yeah, and it will be based on just like the acting style and choices of this guy and his face his 100% his face his face yeah is, is crucial um we other than other than working on the script itself we're also going to figure out an agenda more or less for the next podcast and we'll mm-hmm. brainstorm a little so we don't just kind of the way that we started off this first one like have an idea where we're going but not have the, the points on where to, to, mm-hmm. to stay on. And throughout this process... So we'll do more work before. <laughs> we're going to do, do some work beforehand. And throughout this process, we are definitely going to be um, sourcing a lot of these questions out to other people. Yeah. Uh, whose input we've already taken and having initial conversations like, did we tell you about that movie Calvin and I are definitely going to write? Yes. Um, so we're going to have some guests. We're going to have some experts just to just to come in, check our ideas, give us different ideas, give you a different voice to listen to. Yeah. Um, and we don't. And these people, they'll have, like you said, they know who they are. Certain certain understandings of what we're working on. Mm-hmm. So their opinions are going to be very varied, right? Very varied. Very varied. Yeah. Um, some of it. Definitely different. Some of it will be brilliant, and we'll you'll hear our enthusiasm. Some of it we will just shit on. Oh yeah, obviously it's not going to be as good as ours. Otherwise, we yeah. would brought them in on the in the beginning. Yeah, there's a friend anyway. of ours. His name's Rich. Um, even if it's good, we're just going to shit on it. Oh yeah, because especially he's going to have good ideas, mm-hmm. but um, we just don't want to give him any credit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we can't afford that. You know this now. We know this. So get ready when he's on. He's looking at the computer and telling the computer, you know this. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Can't stop. Uh, so we'll be back with episode two. Yeah. The Empire Strikes Back at some point between now and the next Blood Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, when should we do this? Because you're going to... You're gonna, you you have I don't know big things about. next weekend. We're yep. not going to talk yep. about, but he has big running things to to accomplish. Take a lot of naps next yep. weekend. It's gonna. It, I don't know if you'll have time to do so. Maybe we can squeeze it in the next few days before that, or when you get back. Oh, maybe probably after you let's, get back. Let's because uh, if we're going to plan a guest, sure, we shouldn't be talking about the logistics of this. Gotcha. All right, so we're so, finished. You won't know when we have this next podcast. You'll just know when we put it up on uh, SoundCloud. On the old SoundCloud page that we definitely just made. Our other proud sponsor, SoundCloud. Yeah, thank you, SoundCloud and Shipyard. Yeah, for being free. Shipyard, you know what you did.